Welcome to episode 17 of Backlit Games, the only video game podcast brave enough to remove the president of Activision from our advisory board. I'm Corey Faust and joined by the man who's got to catch them all, Jordan Raddick. Jordan. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. You know, I actually, it's funny you say that. Uh, I, I, in my free time, have been working literally on catching them all. We can go in. We can go into that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we will. Um, so this is um, this is the show's first ever the Game Awards episode. Basically, we're uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Game Awards, and because we have a lot to say about that, we're going to kind of skip over a couple segments like news, that sort of thing, and we're just going to pretty much jump right into the Game Awards. Um, but first, uh, just to get this out of the way, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy the show, please leave us a review. Uh, a written review really helps the show out a lot, and we'll even pick some reviews at random and shout you out live on air or whatever the podcast equivalent of live on the air is. <laughs> Recorded on the podcast. Bing bong. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's a that's a TikTok trend. So you got to say that. Can you explain Bing Bong to me? I I don't understand. I don't know it's, what it is. It's the sound that subway doors make in NYC. Bing Bong. Is, so is that why everybody is saying Bing Bong? So that it come like the reason it got big is because of a, a TikTok video where it's a bunch of people. It's these guys interviewed a bunch of people on Coney Island, and uh, they're saying Bing Bong. One of them says <laughs> "Fuck your life, Bing Bong," and then the other God. guy. Another guy specifically says, uh, you see these dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hot, bing bong. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing that New Yorkers say. Um, it's, well, it's getting big because of TikTok lately, especially. I love it. I think it's fucking hilarious. The whole video, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, <laughs> well, add, please drop that the, audio rev- right here. <laughs> please, in the review, maybe say more than bing bong or not just say bing bong that's fine too i i don't know how the algorithm works maybe First, that'll work bing bong. For us. that's all you gotta do right like <laughs> yeah uh but anyways go do that if you are listening on apple podcast we'd really appreciate it and we'll shout you out so thank you um but anyways back to the show jordan what have you been playing uh all pokemon two things one I've been playing some Shining Pearl. I'm uh, really enjoying that. It's very cute. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing is literally trying to catch them all through Pokemon Home because in the two Switch games, they do not, do not have the full decks available like in either game. So you have to, if you mm-hmm. want to get you know all 910 or whatever, I think it's at now, something, um, you've got to use Pokemon Home, the app, that you know you pay yearly for or whatever that's also like a cloud-based storage for your pokemon and how you transfer them over from the 3ds games into the switch games um how you can move them between like let's go sword and shield and then eventually pearl and diamond um if you only have like one console uh and so what i've been doing with that is like the global trade system where i have you know, I breed like shinies and stuff, or I was breeding a lot of shinies in Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. So I take all of, I have boxes and boxes of just Pokemon that I've bred that aren't shinies, you know, rejects, unfortunately, okay. as they're often <laughs> called. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm throwing all of my rejects into the global trade system and saying, hey, I want this Pokemon, whatever's missing from my Pokedex. And then 
you know, a couple hours later at the most, I get a notification on my phone saying your trade's been completed. Pop it in, and then I go, all right, I'm on to the next one. Uh, I've been doing a lot of that because um, you get, there are, I'm sure you know that there are what's called like mythical Pokemon, where like they're not in the game. You got to get them from like event distributions. One of them is Magearna. Now, there's also something called shiny Pokemon, right? Which is uh, every Pokemon has like a one in 6,000 or whatever chance of being like an alternate color. Now, on top of that, this mythical Pokemon, Magearna, got a shiny form, got a normal form. It's also got a original color form or whatever, and the only way to huh. get that is by filling out the original decks, or the national decks on the uh, Pokemon Home app. They'll, they'll gift it to you once you've filled out the Pokedex. Uh, it's, oh, okay. So Magearna's normally, like, very gray and pale in color, but, like, you can see in their design, like, the, the shape of a Pokeball, and so like the original color Magirna that you get for completing the national decks is gold and Pokeball colored, so gold and red and white. Oh, okay. Uh, whereas the shiny one, I think, is black, which I honestly like. That I think the shiny one is even cooler than the this one, but like, but you got to get the other one. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and then fill, fill it out. Then but but then well. here's the thing: is that that uh. Pokeball color, the original form or whatever, that has its own shiny version as well. So, it's, wait, wait, so it, the, but it's currently okay, so, unobtainable. So I don't know how to oh, get it, but weird. But it's okay. coded. It's coded into home, uh, which is it's got a. It's, so there's four different color palettes for this one Pokemon that you already is like unobtainable it through the game. So, uh. Right now, the only two legitimate ones are Magearna and then this Pokeball-colored one. You can't get the shiny forms of either, but I at least want to try and get this Pokeball one. I'm, I've, I've got a lot of other exclusive event-only Pokemon. You know, I want to hey, add it to my collection. So, so, okay, so, this, uh, so Pokemon Home, it's all through Pokemon Home, right? Yeah. Like, like collecting it all there, and yeah. then the database recognizes when you have all of them, and then you're just basically gifted the extra skin okay. yeah so it, it's, are it's, you just a, it's an extra pokemon kind of... it's not just an extra skin it, oh, it, oh, it, it's, oh. a, it's an extra pokemon yeah. with with this special coloring yeah yeah that's right that's right so are you just kind of like game gamifying the home like pokemon home is that what it is like essentially is, is yeah that... yeah pretty much is what i've what i've been doing uh yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been it's because it, it's very easy to um you know while i'm working and stuff uh, pick up my phone and then click and be like, oh, I've got a trade and then like finish that trade and then deposit another one real quick and put my phone down yeah. and go back to work as opposed to like playing the game and stuff. And so okay. I also like I'm getting like this sense of accomplishment too from like slowly completing like the decks because I, I completed yeah. the the decks in Sword and Shield. I'm planning on doing it in Pearl. Uh, so I want to do it on home just so I can I can say that I'm a master. For real, <laughs> I, I am a, a battle master. I will challenge any anyone listening to this podcast, anyone out there. I'll challenge you to a Pokemon battle anytime, any day. You name the place, I will. I will log on and we will duel it out. I cannot be Hell beat, yeah. um, but I, want, <laughs> I cannot be I, beat. <laughs> I am confident in that. Um, the only person who I think who I think matches me in skill levels, my good friend Kenny. Uh, 
He's great. But our other friend, Francisco, awful. Terrible. He's terrible at the game. He's garbage. <laughs> He's, you should stop playing if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but Damn. yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to finish the national decks. Um, so that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I've been playing a lot more. Un- Ugh, man, I can I can hardly say this name sometimes. Unsighted. Uh, we talked about it last week. Um, really love the game. Uh, I know for a long time I've been saying like Inscription is probably my game of the year. It might last minute in the middle of December get eked out by Unsighted. Like I am really, really, really? loving this game, dude. Yeah, it's hitting all of the right beats for me. Like Zelda, Metroidvania, really cool like combo based uh combat with like parrying mechanics and uh, it's just like all these dungeon puzzles finding like new abilities and new weapons that help you through the dungeons and stuff i mean all mm-hmm. the stuff i brought up before i think i even forgot to mention like the time mechanic in it there's like this whole mechanic that's tied to the story where all of your characters are like slowly running out of time and and about to die i don't remember if i brought that up or not no, um, i don't think so that's like a whole nother way that you can play the game. So this game is very like user friendly. It lets you like totally turn that mechanic off if you want to, um, because that can feel a little like, at least for me personally, feel a little overwhelming. Like, like I got to rush through things to try to save people, you know, because every, all of the different characters, like shop owners, people who even seem essential to the story, like your companion, like little robot fairy that follows you around uh, they're all like on this ticking time down to zero, like on like an actual in-game timer uh, until they die. And you can like get these oh, like what's called like I think like meteor shards or something like that, meteor dust, uh, and that like buys them another day, like t- another twenty-four hours of in-game time. But you also use that dust to for like other things or and like on yourself too, so you don't die. So you and, have to make like is, decisions whether or not like you like buy certain things or like buy yourself more time or like keep other characters in the game alive. That's yeah, horrifying. Yeah, yeah. and it's it feels very overwhelming. Um, but the game, fortunately, it also lets you turn that aspect off if you want to, mm. which is really cool because this game I feel like really benefits from you getting to take your time and explore this world and um. I will say uh, this separate mechanic probably lends itself. I mean, it's it's probably going to make me want to replay this game again. Right. After I beat it, because I'm playing it with it off. I'm really loving the world. I'm really enjoying all of the characters. But I think the next time I pick it back up after beating this. uh, Yeah, I'll turn it back on and uh, Mm -hmm. just kind of see what the hell happens, because I'm sure that there's like some story beats that happen when characters die. Um. Well, actually, okay, so it's not necessarily that they quote-unquote die, so they go unsighted. That's where the name of the game comes from. And you're, you are, like, basically a robot. All of these characters are robots. And when they go unsighted, it basically, they've run out of this, like, special energy that makes them, like, self-aware. Mm-hmm. And now they just kind of go feral. They're just these mindless robots that kind of just uh... attack anything that comes near them sort of thing. Huh. Um, so I'm curious to see like 
in a in a real playthrough, if one of these characters that you start growing to like really like and you like know more about them and then they go unsighted, like I wonder, like, am I going to have to fight them? Yeah. Like, and, like what kind of big boss y- battle is that going to turn into or something? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And but the stress of that with the time and like not wanting to miss out on anything was really kind of like hindering my ability to like (laughs) or my desire to explore yeah so i was just like no i'm gonna turn that off for this playthrough because because honestly like i said like the world is so well thought out like it's the the level design of the world is so great Mm -hmm. um i'm just i'm loving it dude you gotta check it out i think it's like 20 bucks um Maybe it's like 15. I don't remember exactly. But when when you have some free cash after the holiday or something, pick this up. I think it's on Switch. This would be a great Switch game because I'm just playing on Game Pass on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely love it. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to have to pick up that. And... Darkest Dungeon. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah. that's out. I still, huh? still need to pick that up, too. With that, let's uh, let's just move right along. Let's, let's jump do it. right into the Game Awards. So the Game Awards airs the day that this episode goes live. So we're recording Wednesday the 8th. Uh, the Game Awards goes live Thursday night. So the 9th, I think at like 5 is when they start their pre-show, like Pacific mm-hmm. time. I Correct. could be wrong about that. Somewhere around there. Um, so we're basically going to talk about like all the things we know that will be at the show. We're going to make predictions for what else we think might show up. We're going to predict the winners for a good chunk of the the video game categories. We're not really going to we're going to skip around a little bit in the categories because there are a lot. Uh, but we're going to at least cover like the big things. So first things first, though, we did want to kind of talk a little bit about like the game awards past like kind of do like a little a little trip down memory lane and yeah. revisit some of the events of previous game awards because i feel like that kind of like retrospective yeah, yeah exactly it's fun let's get nostalgic you know for 2014 wow. <laughs> you know what a simple time Man, that was the, the times were simpler uh, it was weird right <laughs> like how much changed from 2014 to even just 2017 and then 2017 yeah. to now, it's wild. <laughs> I was a, I was just a, a wee young, young lad. Yeah, <laughs> had my whole life ahead of me. Yeah, man. Now, now we're old. Yeah, now we're now we're real adults, not not pretend adults. I feel yeah. like in your early twenties, you're you're just like faking being an adult, and then like yeah. Yeah, you're pretending. Once you hit thirty, you're like, ah, shit. All right, I gotta, I gotta make sure I gotta read four hundred one k and you know they should actually go to the doctor every year. <laughs> <laughs> they should have like another like mandatory school after high school that's not college. You know, you still go to college, but they have like adult school. You know, like you have high school, yeah. And you got college, but you got that in between one where it just teaches you adult shit. There, there should you be a, like a, a class in high school, I think, that teaches you like how to fill out a rental application, like 
<laughs> how credit cards work, you know, like how to file your taxes, like mm-hmm. just, you yeah. know, normal life shit. Like, yeah, yeah I think, I think, really a lo- should, I think a lot of cause... kids uh, are missing out on that. Uh, some get I know it from I their, was. Yeah. Some get it from their parents. A lot I know didn't, uh, including myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? They should make a video game about that that just teaches you all that stuff. That'd be great. Animal like a crossing. life sim, but no, it's not Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's the idyllic like version of that. It's like you move to an island with cute that animals. Is, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna give you a house. Yeah, it's a loan, but you take as long as you need to pay it off. No interest. Like <laughs> it's unrealistic beautiful. expectations. What do I do for work? I pick up sticks and weeds and just sell them to me, man. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We got a oh, dog man, that comes only... on Saturdays and he plays for a free concert in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just take like snapshots of all of those events to that meme of like this is what they took from you or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or like Oh god, but <laughs> if only. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, speaking of idyllic times, 2014, the Game Awards. This was the first of the Game Awards uh hosted by Jeff Keighley uh since he left uh what was what was that other that tv show or, or the tv channel i think it was spike did a did like a game awards show yes uh but i think jeff keely ran also the spike video game awards uh yeah. ran for a few years um from 2003 all the way until 2012 and 2013 it was vgx okay yeah um yeah i actually i don't know if you, we we watched the the 2012 Spike Video Game Awards together at our at our house with Scott and Will. Okay, uh, that, yeah, I believe that happened. I don't remember specifics from the event. I th- so the reason that I remember that so specifically is because uh, they showed the trailer for Phantom Pain, and w- oh. our roommate Will, knowing nothing about video games, said. Is that Metal Gear Solid? And it, yeah, it, it ended up being fucking yeah. Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, damn, yeah. dude. <laughs> Stavant. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, because that was one of those, like, in Kojima fashion, like, cryptic trailers, yeah. right? Like, where it didn't say what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but 2014, hot off the failure of Spike's everything, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeff Keighley decides to host his own game awards and um and they've been going ever since but that year dragon age inquisition was up and won uh no man's sky got its first reveal which was huge that was massive (laughs) this tiny little studio this tiny tiny little studio who used to who did like uh oh i've got to look it up now what did hello games do before that because it was a small little game i uh i think this this Game Awards specifically was an incredibly interesting uh, year. Um, yeah. Joe Danger. They did Do- Joe Danger games beforehand, which I don't think there's been a Joe Danger game since like 2010 or something like that. God. 2011. That's a name I've not heard in yeah. four yeah, years. Two- 2014 for iOS. But uh, they're tiny little studio who did small games. Those games are by no by no means, you know, 
anything like No Man's Sky. And then they drop a trailer for No Man's Sky, which blew the internet's like collective mind. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was the promise of go anywhere, do anything in yeah. space. Yeah, exactly. And uh well, we we know how that that ended up panning out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and- Maybe a little misleading, you know, the marketing materials is maybe, uh, maybe they did things wrong, mm-hmm. but I will say, uh, from that game's release in like, what I want to say like 2016, uh, that game has actually turned itself around like dramatically. It's, it's really, really fucking good now. Oh yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, I have not gotten a chance to play it, but I hear that it's fantastic as of right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. I haven't played it in, in a couple of years. So it's gotten even better though. Um, but also that year, 2014, we was that the first time we saw uh, we like saw Breath of the Wild. No, so they had shown Breath of the Wild off um, initially at E3 that year with a very small clip. They that was when they first showed Link in Blue, uh, the Ancient Arrow, um, the Guardian, uh, like big spider like thing. But this they showed uh, at the time. It was just called Zelda Wii U. It was still a Wii U exclusive. They were still mm-hmm. like, we're fucking all in on the Wii U, man. We're doing this. The game yeah. was slated for a 2015 release at the time. Okay. This is also this is all very important. There were there are a lot of changes from the footage that we saw at this game awards to what we got mm-hmm. uh, in 2017. Most notably, there's a magic bar. In the demo that they showed the Game Awards, that is oh. that is not there. Um, Link isn't using a paraglider; he's using the sailcloth from Skyward Sword uh, to glide down from when he jumps down. Oh, the map okay. looks similar, but it's got some changes. Um, they kept like the same aesthetic of the map. The UI is different though, because the UI is all controlled on the Wii U gamepad because they were like, oh yeah, you're going to do all of your navigation and stuff from the Wii U gamepad kind of thing. They still had that thing where you can, you know, like look, they, they didn't show off the, the, like the Sheikah slate, but they showed that you could, you know, basically look at an area and then, uh, make a marker on it so that you could, it would show up on your map. Um, they showed off horseback riding and using the uh, the bow on the horse. Um, a lot of similar things, but obviously not the the game that we got in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to know what the plans for the magic meter were more than anything. Yeah, um, that's interesting. That's what I'm really curious about. But I remember watching this fucking footage for just hours over and over again <laughs> i was so excited this was my most hyped game probably ever man like yeah uh i, I they dropped this out of nowhere i was so incredibly excited um it was a it was probably the highlight of every every game awards mm-hmm. ever for me yeah i i mean i i remember it being great i don't Man, I don't remember a whole lot of specifics from 2014. As we go down this list, I'm probably just going to discover, like, man, I have a terrible memory. I have a horrible, I have a shit memory. (laughs) Um, I don't remember any of that. But, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's going to be this whole list. Um, So let's move along to 2015, then. Uh, The Witcher 3 ended up winning Game of the Year that year. Uh, We saw other games showed off a little bit. This was, like, Telltale at its peak, 
you know they were mm -hmm. pumping out shit left and right so we saw telltale batman um and Tell this Tales was also from the borderlands kind of like, great yeah yeah fantastic yeah, it's unfortunate, though, like right around this time, 2015, 2016, that's when we start seeing their de decline, mm -hmm. um, which was very unfortunate. Uh, we also saw Psychonauts 2 for the first time, which was a game that released this year. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is hilarious and insane. They've been working on that game for so long. Uh, we saw Uncharted 4. I think this was, was this the first time? I don't remember I believe this they, was the first time. I believe they showed it off at e3 2015 uh and when yeah. when they showed it off there was when uh the demo stopped working um like on stage if i oh, if i'm remembering okay. correctly um yeah like freak i remember that you're right like that, that may have, like that, it all froze up yeah that may have been um the e3 before e3 2014 i'm not sure um but i know uh one of their like at, at a presentation um yeah well also uh while you're looking that up like also for that show in 2015 uh, kojima the, this was a big thing that was e3 well, yeah that was e3 was it okay yeah um, and also 2015 uh it was made kind of a big thing it wasn't really like a big thing until Jeff Keighley kind of highlighted it live during the show, but Kojima wasn't allowed to attend mm -hmm. and Keighley actually made like a statement on that saying like, basically not like I would say he was pretty professional about it, but I'm sure Konami didn't want him to say anything. Of course. Not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he did point it out that Konami wasn't allowing Kojima to accept the award for, um, uh, there was like an award for Metal Gear Solid, wasn't there? Or something along those lines. Phantom Pain, something like that. Yeah, fa yeah, Phantom Pain. Um, so he wasn't allowed to go or attend. Um, and that was basically 2015. Was there anything else that stood out that year? I think uh, the big one was Uncharted 4, to be honest. Yeah, I think um, I think it was uh, that was their redemption uh, kind of showing of Uncharted 4 after E3. Yeah. And then uh, moving on to 2016, Overwatch ended up winning that one. Um, and uh, w 2016 was actually kind of a, it was a weird, it was a weird one. Because then Run the Jewels played live, which was kind of awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> RTJ. Was, yeah, it was so great. Um, we saw more Breath of the Wild. Uh, we saw a weird death stranding video uh, i don't know i don't remember if at this point we knew it was death stranding maybe this is when we saw the title or something i don't remember i remember we saw something from e3 that year i think i remember we saw mass effect andromeda oh yeah yeah in 2016 that's right yeah man I was there we all had hope then didn't we you know I don't. I don't need to go into that game any more than I did on the very early episodes <laughs> of our podcast. But gets a bad rap. Just I don't know. Mixed. But uh, also, uh, let's move past that before we spiral again. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kojima was allowed to attend this one, where he won an award. Um, 
for being like a notable person in the industry. I don't remember the specific award, but he got it. He got up on stage. He was able to do his thing. Kojima um, won the first inaugural Kojima award. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, fuck Konami starts trending on Twitter, the internet. Uh, I think maybe somebody even says it at the show. I can't remember exactly. I know Guillermo del Toro tweeted it out, mm-hmm. which is wild. <laughs> yeah. It was a, that um, was a, a wild night. So that was the thing. Uh, and, you know, Jeff Keighley was really all about, they, I mean, calling out Konami left and right. They were all, everybody was pissed off about it. But mm. all right. And then uh, 2017 rolls around. Breath of the Wild came out that year. So, of course, Breath of the Wild won. Deservedly so. Um, big things from that year. We saw more Death Stranding, I believe. I think we actually got like a more in-depth like think we got in-depth like actual gameplay like a full real trailer if i remember correctly um sekiro was teased before we even knew it was called sekiro or any of the details we just knew it was another game um from soft from from soft um i remember after seeing that teaser though i thought it was like a bloodborne 2 i thought it was bloodborne 2 yeah but i don't know if we'll ever get bloodborne 2 <laughs> at this rate i don't know man what what is from doing right now uh elden ring that's right that's been forever yeah but that'll be out i think february Uh, yeah we'll see man i don't i don't believe games are coming out until i'm I'm playing them (laughs) yeah that's true it's true and then um and even then they're not always done (laughs) no no absolutely not Absolutely not. But we still get, we get to pay for the pleasure of, you know, beta testing them. That's so. true, yeah. Um, and then in 2018, so this is where my notes kind of ended. I didn't summarize it here. Let's see. What happened in 2018? Oh, well, in 2018, uh, we had God of, God of War, War uh, as our winner, yeah. uh, which was up against uh, Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, mm-hmm. Celeste, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead 2. So that's actually pretty impressive considering uh, the lineup that they had yeah. there. Um, they had... Solid lineup. Uh, Daniel Landois and Rhiannon Giddens uh, do the music from Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Um, and... This was a they, fun show. Uh, the The voice of Kratos got on stage and he said the thing. He said, "He said, boy." He did. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, they they also showed off. Um, they announced Dragon Age Four. They didn't really show anything off of that. Uh, oh yeah, that was basically just like a title you got, right? Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, just Marvel Dragon Age or something. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Um, Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, Far Cry New Dawn, Hades, uh, and The Outer Worlds, along yeah, with Hades too. Yes, Hades and Mortal Kombat 11. So yeah, yeah, there were some big, big announcements. Um, and then updates for like some other games, obviously as well. But yes, yeah, pretty big announcements for this one. Yeah, I uh, forgot about The Outer Worlds, man. That one, um, 
that game kind of came and went, at least for me personally. Uh, but I was stoked for it. And when I played it, I, I actually really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I really like to play it, Dragon Age. Oh, I would love to play Dragon Age. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but maybe, you know, I mean, surely in the next like seven to eight years, we'll get another Dragon Age game. Hopefully. We'll see. And uh, then 2019. Uh, we had we Sekiro had, uh, Shadows Die Twice as our winner yep. for Game of the Year. Um, as far as announcements, we got Bravely Default 2, Wolf Among Us 2, Surgeon Simulator 2, which those games are hilarious, mm-hmm. uh, and Godfall as uh, some kind of big announcements. Grimes performed a, a song from Cyberpunk 2077. Oof, uh, man, do you remember that performance too? Do you remember that? I, you don't. It's I, probably I've for the best. Probably blocked it out of my head, man. To be <laughs> honest with you, I remember it Green was Day. The most like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got Grimes and Green Day. I was like, wow, because they just look so old, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. God damn, dude. Like. Look, I loved Green Day when I was younger. I'll still listen to it now, but you know, I was thinking about Green Day the other day, and I I had the thought. I was like, "Is Green Day our generation's Guns N' Roses?" No, no, I don't. I don't think so because I think to be good, like they don't have all the shit that uh, Guns N' Roses has going on with them. You know, like they're pretty steady dudes. Guns N' Roses has all that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's Billy Joe Armstrong, Trey Cool, and Mike White. I think his name. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's just the three of them. Uh, and they, you know, Mike Dern. I'm sorry, Jason White is is this guy that they would have fill in on rhythm guitar sometimes with them uh, live mm-hmm. or like for sessions or whatever. Where I got that from. It's Mike Dirt, Trey Cool, Billy Joe Armstrong. But yeah, it's been them three. Didn't have any uh any of that breakup, get back together, none of that. <laughs> They're just old okay. man. Churches also played that year too, which is right. which was wild. I, I I remember I specifically remember their performance, uh thinking like, man, they look bored. <laughs> like yep. They, she looks like the most. What the fuck am I doing here? Even more so than Grimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, am I really here? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, a fun show. I feel like that was like when he got all of these big bands and stuff, and mm-hmm. he got like a bunch of people, like a bunch of famous people, out on stage, like Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel. You know, I think he, yeah, Stephen Curry was even on there yep. steph curry jesus like i think this is where jeff Keeley starts going into the whole it just needs to be bigger we need yeah. to get big things big names let's get all the big stuff so that way the show can get bigger you know i i don't know it it i feel like this was a turning point for the game awards this year yeah. maybe it was like 2018 but this one you really felt it um and then last year's game awards last of us part two one rightfully so 
Yes. Also, stiff competition though. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tsushima was a great game. Final Fantasy VII Remake, great game. Doom Eternal, great game. Hades, amazing game. Animal Crossing New Horizons, I'm still playing it. <laughs> Don't play it, man. It speaks yeah. to the longevity of that game. The show, yeah. especially with that new update. Yeah. Um, announcements that we got. Biggest announcement that we got. New Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. New Mass Effect. Let's yeah, go. Unti- untitled Mass Effect game. Yes. Uh, which I'm hoping is Mass Effect Four, like specifically following Shepard um, and crew. Uh, we will mm-hmm. see. I mean, they did drop some N7 information, like we I think covered. Uh, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got high hopes. I got high hopes for that yeah. man. Uh, I'm. Con- I think they. They also showed uh, the. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic, and I really hope that they've they've learned from their past mistakes with Andromeda and Anthem uh, going forward with Dragon Age Four and Mass Effect. Yeah, Whatever. I think. Um, take your time. They just just take. They just need to take their time. You know, let it come out yeah. when it's ready to when that baby's ready. You know. Yes. I don't care how long games take to make as long as they're good when they come out. Like, yeah, you know, just make it good, man. But you know who does care how long it takes? Uh, EA. Yeah, EA, (laughs) investors, publishers, all kinds of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. We also saw Perfect Dark, um, like the, I guess, is it a reboot of the series? I think. Yeah, it's a reboot, it looks like. Yeah. Um, Which is being developed by... uh, uh, Xbox Game Studios, uh, the Initiative, which I think they've called, they'd referred to as the Initiative as a like a quadruple A studio, if I remember correctly. What? Whatever uh, that means, it's just a buzzword. It doesn't mean anything. The, the only thing head hurt. that comes to my mind when I think quadruple A studio is. If this game fails, even more people lose their jobs. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. But anyways, we love our buzzwords. Oh, we do. in the video game industry. Yes, we do. Um, and that brings us to the present. Here we are, 2021. Um, what's going to happen? Well, we already know a few things. Uh, Jeff Keighley on Twitter has been kind of like drip feeding a little bit of teasers here and there, or just outright saying what we're going to see um, in the coming show. So we know for sure that we're going to see more from the Suicide Game or Suicide Squad game, not Suicide Game. Um, that's a different. That that's, that's a different great. game. <laughs> the Suicide Squad game. Um, so that'll be cool. I hope we see like, I don't know, more gameplay. Uh-huh. That'd be that'd be awesome. I'm gonna see uh, 
some, like probably a trailer from Sonic the Sonic 2. Movie. I cannot wait to see Idris Elba as fucking Knuckles. <laughs> that is going to be so weird and bizarre. I'm here yeah. for it. Yep, yep, same, mm-hmm. same. Um what's really cool though is like Jim Carrey's going to be f- at the fucking 2021 Game Awards show now because Yeah. Because of Sonic 2. So that's that's cool. I wonder what that guy's going to be up to. What's, what's he going to say on stage in front of a bunch of nerds? Who knows? <laughs> uh, um, but we're also, I guess, going to see a little bit more on Destiny 2 Witch Queen. Updates around there. Uh, Halo, uh, the Paramount Plus uh, TV show, is going to be getting a trailer. Ooh. So, I say TV show. It's not a TV show. It's a streaming service. But uh, it's getting a trailer. Um, so that'll be cool. I'm excited to see that. Uh, one thing that looks weird is, uh, the matrix. So what is it? Matrix resurrection, I think is what the movie is called. That's coming out. So I think that launches the night of the game awards, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then the game awards is going to show off what is called the matrix awakens an unreal engine five experience. So I don't, I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Um, (laughs) Something cool. Matrixy. It's going to be a a fake ad like that abandoned trailer app that we discussed. Remember? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing that he's been talking about the entire time. It's all led up to this. (laughs) This is what Uh, it is. Um, and then I guess we're also getting a, cause of course we're getting this a fucking course. I was going to put this in my predictions and then I saw that it's actually going to be a thing. Uh, we're getting some kind of metaverse, the game awards viewing experience crossover shit. I don't know. Are we getting old to where that I'm annoyed by that? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But also it's run by maybe one of the worst companies to have ever existed. Um, Facebook is terrible. So, yeah. So uh, is it wrong to be annoyed by it? I I don't know. I, I'll lean towards no. I'll lean towards no. <laughs> I'll cut us some slack. Ugh. Um, And <laughs> then uh, we, we also know that the amazing Imagine Dragons will be performing uh, as well as Sting. That's uh, what the kids want to see. Is Sting. They want to see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to hear Desert Rose in its entirety. I dream of rain. Ah, oh, man, I can't fucking wait. Like, what? Hell yes. What is he, what is he singing? He's singing his song from uh, the new Netflix series, Arcane. Oh. Um, it's that animated yeah, series about League what... of Legends stuff. Fuck. To be honest, and I talked about this a lot on Talk Good with Brandon, Um, and Brandon is not... I so I don't know anything about League of Legends. Don't know a single fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Brandon knows even less than I know, which is nothing. I watched this show, absolutely loved it. One of the one of my favorite things I've seen this year, which I don't say lightly. Right, it's really good. That's what it's I've really heard. good. The animation style is like Spider Verse, uh, a little bit. It's really mm. cool. I recommend it. Uh, I highly recommend it. And I recommended that to Brandon. He was skeptical. 
the intro music was an Imagine Dragons song. He's like, dude, there's no fucking way I'm watching this. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, get past it. You could skip the intro every yeah. other episode. Just get past it. <laughs> and aren't Imagine Dragons like in the show a whole bunch? Like they're, as they're cameos? In for, like, they're in it for like maybe 30 seconds. Okay. But it feels like a long 30 seconds. And it, the pain you feel is physical. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, that's rough. But okay. It's great, though. The show is great. Um, and now we're going to get to go see Imagine Dragons probably perform in front of a screen with snippets from the show. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So. And here we are. So that's what we know is going to be at the awards. Let's get into what we think will be at the, the awards or uh, what we predict will be there. Um in fact, actually, how do we want to proceed here going forward? We we know we want to do predictions for the show. We know we want to predict like the actual nominees, which ones are going to be winners. Do what order would you rather we do that in, Jordan? Uh, let's do let's do predictions for what they're going to show first. What they're going to show first? Yeah, okay. yeah. You can go. All right. I want to hear your predictions first. Okay. Well, I did make I I carried one over from when we talked last week. Um. Do you want to do like one after one after the other one by one? Let's just kind of like I do one, you do one. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So I'm I'm just gonna repeat this one because I've already said it last week. Uh, I predict Starfield gets a gameplay reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that's a safe one. I think I think, I think that's a safe one. Yeah, I think that's that's good given the the recent uptick in their them showing off. Um, or their little like docu series that they're doing, I could see that. Yeah, um, yeah. I I am gonna say, Fable will appear. Ooh, appear how? Do you know how it will appear? Cinematic trailer. Um, okay. More more than we got before. Um, I think it'll be a cinematic trailer that kind of sets up the story in the world mm-hmm. for Fable Four. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. Yeah, if there was gameplay, uh. Or if you said gameplay, I'd be like, nope, get the fuck out of here. No, I, no I way. I could see a cinematic trailer. Yeah, yeah, no way that happens. Um, one of my predictions, and I feel like maybe this is kind of a safe one too, is uh, I think Jeff Keighley's going to walk back his we won't directly discuss Activision stance, but he's not going to specifically call anybody out, and it's going to feel vague and insufficient gonna feel safe yeah i could see that yeah definitely see that i i I would almost guarantee that yeah and and i think uh people on twitter are gonna be very upset (laughs) which that's a safe prediction as well oh yeah uh i think that the only nintendo game that they show this year is something that only a very hardcore fan base is interested in. And I'm going to say that it is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, you think so? That they revealed that at the Game Awards. Um, Yep. That is a big show for that. Oh, man. Um, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it, in, in the vein of 
you know, since you brought up Nintendo, my uh, prediction was that we get a new Breath of the Wild no, 2 trailer. get the fuck out. With a title reveal. Get the fuck uh, out. There's no still way. No, still no nope. hard date. No. Nope. But we get a brand new trailer with the title. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I'll tell you. I'll, hey, we go big or go home, uh, baby. Nope. That's, that's I'll, what, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because when they go big, they really go big. When they revealed the title for Breath of the Wild, they it was E3 2016. Do you know what other games yeah. they showed at E3 2016? They like didn't nothing. show any other games at E3 2016. <laughs> All yeah. their entire booth was just Hyrule and every kiosk go Wii U with, with that game. And you could explore the Great Plateau. And they were like, yeah. Breath of the Wild. And they were like, can you elaborate? No, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're absolutely right. You're right. I mean, I know this is kind of an out there prediction, but if it happens, if it happens, I look like a fucking genius. Okay. If, if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, it's like, who's going to remember this? <laughs> if it happens. Okay. If it happens, we'll make a backlit games, Twitch channel, and I will <laughs> live stream me doing like a three heart run of <laughs> one of the Zelda games that's on available on switch. Like, okay. Well, if, if they show it off. Okay. All right, because that that is how committed I am. <laughs> to this one, I, I no, this is I, I was feeling uneasy about this one. I don't I don't know that it'll for sure happen, especially with the with the title reveal and all of that, you know. But um, but I was thinking about it to myself. I was like, it, what other? massive stage or that when's the next time they get like a massive stage like this we don't know what's happening with e3 coming up you know like bro they they just do their own thing man what do you mean I massive know. stage in uh, the second week of january they're gonna be like thursday we're gonna do like a 40 minute presentation fuck your life bing bong <laughs> <And then laughs> i just i feel like those those presentations even though they do get a lot of viewers they it's it's nothing compared to like the actual the full game awards show like the viewership for that is like is massive but I, you are absolutely right it is nintendo and <laughs> it is nintendo and so i would i would agree with you if it was like any other any other franchise any other nintendo franchise outside of you know the big 3 zelda mario and pokemon like i mm -hmm. and and you know honestly at this point some of their other really big franchises like smash bros like but even you know they've even revealed some smash bros stuff and they've revealed some small zelda stuff at game awards the uh 2017 game awards you know they did the champions ballad dlc available now um for breath of the wild yeah. when that won game of the year so i you know if it were if it were like a dlc for breath of the wild 2 yeah i could see them revealing that but okay. but but yeah. a title reveal for the game no man that's that's no. that's a, that's an e3 or that's an its own presentation kind of thing because like right. they didn't even yeah. reveal the the release date for breath of the wild wasn't revealed until the like switch launch presentation in january of 2017 and they were like the switch will launch on march 3rd 2017 like oh and then we're announcing breath of the wild will also be like uh a launch title like will also release on uh switch 
here's a new trailer. And then they show the trailer. And at the end, they said they announced that it'd be a launch title for Switch. So like they, they, they're not going to drop this at, at the game awards like this. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. w- w- hey, you know, what? this we'll is probably see. the smartest, we'll like most well-informed we'll point I've ever made on this podcast. <laughs> like, like backed up. <laughs> with with actual knowledge of, of <laughs> the marketing campaigns for this game this is like your your thesis on why it won't be shown yeah. at the game awards <laughs> there's no way all right well let's let's hear what you got next on your predictions list uh and you saw like one of do you have like a outlandish one like a biz, like one that you don't think is going to happen but you one that it one still. that i don't think is going to happen but I, but like, I, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, you think it's unlikely, but, but you'd be willing to make the prediction. <laughs> uh, yes, one that I think that is unlikely, but I'd be willing to make the prediction is a reveal of, um, a beloved, I have written here just beloved, like, 90s square JRPG. But in in the style uh, that they're doing, like Dragon Quest three, and how they did okay. Octopath Traveler, um, so like my choices are either Final Fantasy six or <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Uh, but then I also have written here, or just like more footage of DQ three, <laughs> like okay. the, the DQ three remake. Um, I think that those are outlandish, but uh, I they are they are just plausible enough. Um, that I could see them, and I really, I really want more games in that art style, man. It is yeah. just beautiful. Um, I'm very excited for Project Triangle Strategy. They went with that name, baby. Triangle Strategy. Uh, oh, I love it. It's so stupid, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm, you know, I'll definitely pick that up. Uh, very excited about that. Whenever that comes out, but I really want more games in that. Like, I think they call it H. 2D HD or HD 2D or whatever like that. Okay, yeah, that kind of art style. I man, it's beautiful, and I yeah, I would love to see um, you know, some of the classic JRPGs brought back with that mm-hmm. look. Um, my next prediction, and so this one was a little weird, but I think there's a good chance that maybe we see something from this. Uh, but also, Jeff Keighley likes those big names, so maybe we don't. But I was thinking, uh, so that fake pop band that we saw a trailer for at the PlayStation, you know, event. Yeah. We are OFK. I think they will perform, quote unquote, live at the Game Awards. Oh, fuck. That's just stupid enough to come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got me there. That's that's I I would go with you on that's almost a for sure something like that would <laughs> that would happen. It's, it's dumb enough to happen. It's yeah. absolutely dumb enough to happen. Um I've got written down uh a new Sonic will be unveiled uh with the trailer of the movie and everyone will be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. I, I would really like it if they just made Sonic Mania 2. I don't think they will. I think it'll be... I, I think what they're doing is probably going to be something like 
dare I say, a movie tie-in game. I don't necessarily think a movie tie-in game, but I think it's it's a game with movie Sonic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, how yeah. great would it be? Is like if in this new game they you can earn like that horrible Sonic skin from the original cut of the movie. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> With the teeth and the and the human yeah. eyes, yeah, how that'd be great would that be? Terrifying! Oh my god, I would play a full Sonic game with that skin. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just freaked out the entire time. Yep. Yeah. Um. So another thing I have here, uh, this is in my more. I don't know how believable this is, but this is in my more believable predictions list. Here is a. Uh, I think we'll finally see. Uh, the Last of Us Two multiplayer, or standalone DLC, or both. Mm. You know that's interesting, and I I I want to agree with you, but there's a part of me that feels like because we know from Jason Schreier's report that they're working on a re a PS Five remake of mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Yeah. And I, I wonder, I wonder, do they sell a bundle, the remake for on PS5, the remake of one, the port of two with two's multiplayer? Hmm. Yeah, to kind of sweeten the deal. Yeah. I could also, I could see that being announced, but I think that we get that when we get a trailer for the show. Yeah. Cause I also have on here and last minute I decided to get rid of it <clears throat> or just not actually read it, but I wrote here HBO show teaser trailer uh, with all of that, but they're not even done shooting the show. <laughs> they don't they, still filming. Yeah. But they, I mean, you know, there have been, I mean, a, they, they could shoot a promo while they're shooting the show. You could put, you know? you could put a, you know, a, a one minute, teaser together or 45 second teaser like but i thought how cool would that be because you have all three of these things that have been like vaguely talked about multiplayer we know has been worked on we don't know where it's at you know that sort of thing Mm -hmm. we know the show is has been going news of about the show has been trickling out we just got the announcement that uh nick offerman is bill Bill. yeah yeah which is great that's fantastic. And like Jeff Keeley even like retweeted out, you know, that announcement. So that had me thinking like, okay, you got these three different things. Okay. I didn't see he retweeted they, that. And that is sus. Yeah. So, so that had me thinking like, what if the last of us music starts playing and then you have that tension? Cause you don't know what they're going to show. You think at first, oh, they're going to show game stuff, but then they show the HBO show like teaser. And then maybe after that HBO teaser, that's when then they just jump straight into the next The Last of Us, either like standalone DLC or multiplayer reveal or something like that, you know? Yep. That's that's my little bit more like very specific and more bolder <laughs> prediction. But um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. No. But you're it's like what you said, though, like they, they're working on a lot of things right now, like they're mm-hmm. they're. So who knows? And I, I think what I would have to imagine is their plan is to get out, you know, get out the, the show and those games, you know, 
at the same time. So they're kind of mm-hmm. like concurrent and then jump into work on part three. Yeah. Um, so it would be silly not to, cause then you could time it. So that part three comes out, you know, like the game or whatever comes out right at the end of season two of the show, or I don't know, like that'd be, that's, yeah. that's, that's good brand synergy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so this is this prediction that I've got. Uh, I don't think it's very bold, and I think that it's incredibly likely. Joseph mm-hmm. Ferris goes on a drunken rant, uh, <laughs> and Jeff Keeley uh, has a pained look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nervously looking from him to the camera, from him to the camera. <laughs> yeah, they're, I know they're friends, uh, but I definitely come on, man. You got to let this man <laughs> yeah. talk. Yes. Well, okay. So I'm glad that you brought him up because I'm, I also have on uh, my list here too. So his studio, I have a prediction that uh, they'll show a trailer or something about their next game, whatever they're working on. They, they seem to have a pretty quick turnaround time on pumping games out. Mm -hmm. Like they, they turn them around really quick. And this guy is he is a character. He's always full of ideas. He's he's always ready to move on to the next thing. So I I I would believe that they have at least he talks about, you know, the next game. But my prediction here is trailer for whatever that studio has coming up next. Okay. Can see that. Mhm. Uh, uh, and that that's the end of all of my believable uh my believable predictions. Now I oh. have like a couple more bold predictions. <laughs> uh, the the last um, I've got, well, I've still got some believable, some bold. Uh, I think I think we'll see the the Hogwarts Legacy game. Okay, I um, almost put that on here. Yeah, I think think we'll see that. Uh, I I put Elden Ring with a question mark. Yeah, um, I don't I could see us getting like like another cinematic trailer or something yeah, just to hype it. I don't necessarily know we get new footage, but I think they'll remind us that Elden Ring, you know. Hey, it's uh, on its way. Yeah. yeah. Uh And then I've uh I've got some bold claims. Um Here, let me uh I'll read one of mine here real quick. Uh I think Hideo Kojima shows a teaser for his next project. Ooh. What do you think his next project is? No fucking idea. <laughs> Not a clue. Fair. But he has been and this is like of course over the course of like you know a year, maybe even a year and a half or two. But he tweets out like these little pictures or vague ramblings about you know his ideas and stuff and he tweet tweeted out like this picture the other day of them playing around with like what looked like mocap um and they had like tape on the floor they looked like they were in this little tiny office room but they Mm -hmm. taped up the floor and stuff to like indicate where maybe walls or things inside a room were okay and they had somebody in like a mocap suit or at least a partial mocap suit so that had me thinking like is this part of maybe a teaser for something? Cause you can, he might be able to, you know, create like, you know, not a gameplay or anything like that, but create like some kind of CG 
right. trailer for something, a teaser. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we see something like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, one of my bold predictions here just says Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And, uh, and you, Jesus. One of one of my more serious uh, <laughs> bold predictions that I have on here is uh, I think that we get some sort of cinematic footage for Dragon Age 4. Okay, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be, I think, good for the team. I think, build we, back get, up. I think we get a release window for it. I think really? That, I think that release window is a surprise to all of the developers. <laughs> yeah yeah you start seeing tweets trickle out like i had no idea that was gonna okay yeah i guess let me just pull this game out of my ass yeah i think i think we see a 2023 target date for that um oh no they wouldn't they couldn't do that i think okay so to adjust that prediction a little bit it's still a bold prediction that I think is unlikely, but if we did get a cinematic trailer for that game, turn the conversation around, get it away from losing yet another creative director, you know, build back up some morale for the team who's working on it, you know, that morale based on just, you know, some hype from the community, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that, maybe I could see that happening, but, uh, <laughs> As far as anything more tangible than that, I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't think we get a release window? I think I think if they don't look, this game's three years now from having been announced with zero info. They gotta drop something pretty soon. I think if they get them, if they give a release window, I think they're setting themselves up to get in trouble. Like, of course they are, man. When have they ever learned? Like. <laughs> Uh, I, I think they, I, I think they say 2023. I don't think they say anything more than 2023, which I think would be a late 2023, obviously. Um, and delayed to 2024. Bingo. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't think that, um, that game is coming relatively soon, but I think they need to remind people of it. Uh, and I Mm -hmm. think that it needs to come out within the next two years personally um well one prediction that i have here that would be kind of counter to that one and maybe it would be a reason for them to not release a dragon age trailer is that i think maybe we'll see some kind of trailer for avowed from obsidian remember that Mm, remember that game (laughs) do because there's no way in hell we're getting any kind of nothing from you know the Elder Scrolls, whatever that next one is. There's no way. No, not especially until... if they show off Starfield. Yeah, but maybe, maybe we see Avowed. That would be cool. That would be. That would be cool. I would. I would definitely like to take a look at that game. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe we see some of uh, this. I have written down as not one of my. Uh, Ballsier choices. Um, Prince of Persia remake that has been delayed uh, a year to look not shitty. Um, I think we think I, they'll I think show they, a little bit I, of it. I think they show that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Build back up some trust in the project yeah. from the community. <laughs> uh, 
because it 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 was supposed to come out March 2021, I believe, and they delayed it. And come on, you gotta see something, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, that would be which, one uh, I'd be interested in picking up if it was good, dude. Yeah. I would, I would love. Uh, Pick that up if it's good. I love those three games. Uh, Sands of Time, Two Thrones, and Warrior Within. I always wanted to play them, but I never I never played any of them. I, well, I, that's a lie. I think I, I played one of them a little bit, like at a friend's house. Um, but I never like got to play them from like beginning to end. And that was always a series I I, I enjoyed from a from a distance. You know, I never actually was able to dive into them myself. So that would be if the, you know, what are they just are they remakes are they up ports whatever whatever that ends up being uh i'm you know if it looks good i'd probably pick it up i really hope it does yeah those were um probably some of my most played games in high school honestly oh yeah, yeah. man what you think of that movie back. terrible god <laughs> holy crap <laughs> Yeah, should we move on to uh, predictions for nominees, or do you have some more? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I have two more here, and these are both uh, in my unlikely. Um, one that is probably not going to happen, but sure, why not? Let's make this prediction. We see a new Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Ooh, um, probably not going to happen. Because uh, my understanding is that director has also been working with, uh, like the Final Fantasy online stuff. Like, he's he's uh, the fourteen director as well. Yeah, yeah, he's the fourteen director. So probably I don't I don't know how we see anything like that unless the man just doesn't sleep. <laughs> so who knows? Or or his team. Um, and then even more unlikely, but it would be insane. I think the internet would melt. Uh. A new Splinter Cell game gets announced. Dude. <laughs> they did that, I would lose it. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'd flip. I'd flip out. But yeah, I don't actually think that'll happen, but that would be nuts. That would be crazy. Yeah, I would and love with... love a new Splinter Cell game. Yeah. Blacklist was incredible. But with all that said, that's how we think the show's gonna go, more or less. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of predictions there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's move on to our predictions for who we think will win in a, in a good chunk of these categories. Let me pull these up here real quick. Um, the Game Awards website, when they have you vote, they kind of start like right off the bat with the big one, you know, game of the year. So I think I'm going to go to the back of their list and we'll work our way up to the, the more important one. Yeah. Um, so let's start with a most anticipated game. We'll start there. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this is, I think a very easy choice. Yeah. Uh, most anticipated game i i predict out of elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west the sequel to legend of uh, zelda breath of the wild or starfield uh, i predict the most anticipated game to be uh breath of the wild 2 oh interesting uh that's that's the one i i think will win that category but i you know what well, do you think 
Uh, I actually think that the winner will be God of War Ragnarok. Only, okay. only because I think the install base for that console is larger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's the only reason. Uh, personally, for me, obviously, it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. And then uh, moving along, we got Best Debut Indie, which uh, going up for that award is The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, and Valheim. Uh, best Debut Indie. I think Kina, Bridge of Spirits is going to win that one. I agree. Yeah. I don't think that that's, that's a question, really. Yeah. Uh, best Sports Slash Racing Game. You have F1 2021 got fifa 22 forza horizon 5 hot wheels unleashed which is hilarious uh it's amazing to see on this list and then riders republic how how do like it's it's games that are pretty much annual i mean in fifa and f1 mm-hmm. but then other annual games like madden can't beat out hot wheels unleashed or hot wheels unleashed is an incredible game you know what I've actually, it's been reviewing really well. It's been reviewing really well. I I, I think Forza wins this one. Yeah, I think think that's a safe bet, but I really, I hope Hot Wheels wins. As much as I've seen people just raving about Forza online, that's for sure going to win. And the next we got Best Sim slash Strategy, which is uh, Age of Empires 4. Uh, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, I think I think Flight Sim. Yeah. Flight Simulator wins this one. I think Flight Sim wins, but I know you would pick Inscription. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird that it's in that category. Um, Daniel Mullins, uh, he even tweeted the other day. He was like, ah, yes. The best sim strategy category. When I first started making Inscription, my goal was to beat Age of Empires 4 and Microsoft Flight Simulator <laughs> at the Game Awards. Or he said something along those lines. I'm just like, yep, okay. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and then next up, we got best family game. Uh, on that list is It Takes Two, uh, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And WarioWare, get it together. Uh, I predict that new Pokemon Snap wins. I predict that Nintendo wins no matter what. I mean, dang. Um, I'm going to go with Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. I think that wins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, best role-playing games next on this list, you got Cyberpunk 2077, which I constantly forget that that game came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a uh, whole thing, man. Yeah. Um, Then we also got Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. Um, I predict Monster Hunter Rise will win this one. Um, I want to say Monster Hunter, but I think Shin Megami is kind of a dark horse candidate here. You do? I do. Its it's fan base is rabid. Um, uh, that's how I would describe them. <laughs> rabid. <laughs> uh, see, I was I was torn, honestly, because like I know uh, honestly, like a lot of reviewers really liked Cyberpunk 2077. 
and they all for, for the most part have the rigs capable of running this game like a lot of this game can't win the, best rpg i know i know but also what if it did <laughs> i mean i would lose a lot of faith and trust in the process of the game awards <laughs> The integrity of the election would be at stake here. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Well, let's hope that doesn't happen then. Um, We'll we'll count the ballots. (laughs) All right. I got some some guys in Arizona and Florida (laughs) that will. Yeah, we'll get them all out to L.A. Yep. And we'll re- we'll stop recount. the steel <laughs> like picket signs. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Next up is best action adventure game. Uh, on that list, you got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Um, I think this one goes to Metroid Dread. Yeah, I think it goes. The same way as well. Yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm I'm struggling though, and I, I'm pausing because Guardians of the Galaxy is really good, man. But I yeah. think I think that that because it's a, such a strong return for Metroid after so long away. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's where most of the judges will lean towards. Mm-hmm. You know, most of those votes will go. Um, best action game. We've got Back for Blood. Uh, Chiv. Chivalry, am I saying that right? Chivalry 2. Chivalry. Uh Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. Best action game. I think Deathloop takes this one. Yeah, I think Deathloop does. Um I think Returnal makes a strong case. Yeah. Um so does Back for Blood. Oh, and Far Cry games are the fucking same. So like Yeah. Oh, this is a terrorist this is the antagonist this time. Oh, <laughs> all right. I've been terrorist been antagonist in like the last three. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. I, I don't even know, man. They're they're very formulaic. Oh, I don't know? think he's not. He's not a terrorist in this one. He's like a like a socialist leader or something like that. Isn't that the state? The, whatever political angle they're taking in this one. Yeah, something like that. I he's like a dictator. Yeah, yeah, draped yeah. in socialism or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 fascism disguised as socialism or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I'll pick that game up when it drops to like twenty bucks or something. You know it. You know I will. It'll yeah. be it'll be a good weekend playthrough, man. Exactly. Return it to GameStop afterwards. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. Um, moving along, we got best indie, and up for that is Twelve Minutes. Death's Door, Inscription, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. What do you think will win this one, Jordan? I said Darkest Dungeon earlier, but I think Death's Door is what you were talking about. The game that you were telling me that I had to play. Was it Death's Door, oh, okay. Dark, or, was it Death's Door well, or Darkest Dungeon? Or was it both? It, uh, Death's Door is the one I was recommending to you. Yeah. It's funny, though, that you brought up uh, Darkest Dungeon, because I just assumed you were waiting for the second one to drop on switch because the second one i think is out on the epic game store uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken so yeah. that's i just assumed you're a fan of darkest dungeon which is also a great game See, but yeah. it's not on this list no um <laughs> and on this list i think 
I really think Keena Bridge of Spirits wins Best Indie. Um, I think I think what what they were able to do as an indie studio was really impressive, especially when so many indies lately have really been like in this like two D niche. You know, like they're they're yeah. like they're living in this two D space, which I don't hate. I love two D video games, you know, but like seeing a banger of a three D. Oh, excuse me. Seeing a banger of a 3D adventure game uh, mm-hmm. come out, you know, for the PS5 and PS4 from this unknown studio, like, yeah, I think I think Kena wins. Um, I I'm leaning towards Death's Door. Uh, I mean, I I know that I've spoken highly of this game. Um, I think it's well deserved if it wins. Uh, I know I personally would choose Inscription, but just where I what I think will win is Death's Door. Um, raved about wildly by a lot of reviewers, a lot of different publications. Um, and Kina, even though it was also, you know, adored by a lot of publications, um, it does feel stiff at times. It feels like a studio's first game, you know, kind of right. a little bit. Um, like they're getting their feet wet. Um, so I don't know. I think where it does fall short in some of its mechanics. I think that's where Death's Door comes in and because Death's Door does feel more like from a studio that has kind of, they're still figuring their things out, you know, mm-hmm. but they have more, they have more experience in there in that. And, and honestly, like I just, I've enjoyed Death's Door more in general as well. I think that one will win. All right. I also have on here best performance, but um, I don't, I don't have any strong feelings on any of this did you pick anything for this one i i haven't personally experienced any of the performances on this list um i was gonna just say jason kelly wins who's colt van from deathloop uh only because i've heard some people uh talk about him and his performance and that dynamic uh between him and the antagonist but uh I think they I give. Know. I think they give it to Giancarlo Esposito because he is Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, no, you're uh, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, that's my only reasoning. He does his best, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, better than anyone else. Better than anyone, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, next on the list is best audio design. Um, Another list where I have not personally experienced the audio of any of these games, but I'm going to just go off of uh, what I think, you know, will win this one based on what I've read and heard people talk about. I think Returnal wins this one for best audio design. You know, I'm just going to say Deathloop. Yeah. That's that was my other one. I was torn between the two. Yep. I don't have any reasoning why. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, Arcane Studios—they're great. They're really solid. Like their audio design is always great. So I could see it going that way too. Um, next up, we got best score in music. Uh, on this list, you got the Artful Escape, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Death Loop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Near Replicant. Um, who I think will win this one. I think guardians wins. I think guardians wins. I, 
I think Guardians wins. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Guardians wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the best uh, Yeah. The I I have to say again, one of my gaming highlights of the year is shooting a space cult. Rick Astley is playing <laughs> in the background, man. It's it's just untoppable. Yeah. Completely organic, you know. Oh, incredible. <laughs> um next we got best art direction with the Artful Escape, Deathloop, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart best art direction. I think Psychonauts. Let's hear it. Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Yep, that's who I got. Yeah, that's who I got. Also, I think it. Okay, I think uh, Deathloop could put uh, Psychonauts up. You know, a run for its money. I think it mm-hmm. could because it does have like from what I've watched, it's got some really cool areas. Like all of the uh, different areas where every like all the like main bosses or whatever, they're all very distinct. Yeah, and uh, but yet the whole like aesthetic looks very cohesive. Um, so I don't know. I I could see that. You know. That in contention for the for the uh, best art direction, but yeah, my pick is Psychonauts too. Mm. Best narrative, we got Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts Two. Uh, I think Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy wins this one. I really, really hope it does because the narrative that gave is so good. Um, that's what I keep hearing. That's why I think it'll win. Um, the only one that I think might uh, be close to taking that is Life is Strange, True Colors. Yeah, I think that's I've what I've also I, heard that. Yeah, that's what I think will win. Is, that's the one you think will win. Yeah, Life is Strange, True Colors. And yeah, people will I think go. The, those two are going to be neck and neck. People will say that's the woke mob <laughs> taking <laughs> taking over video games. But you know what? <laughs> Guess what? It's just a good fucking story and you need to deal with it it's better than the guardians game oh god deal with it deal with it (laughs) next up we got best game direction uh death loop on this list a lot so we got death loop again we got it takes two returnal psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank rift apart it's a lot of the same games it's almost like not very many big games came out this year. <laughs> really, really bizarre, to be honest with you. <laughs> what happened? Was I don't go- know. I, something something in the air? I don't know. Oh, something going on in the world that would slow <laughs> things down for two years? Crazy. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? These things are... I mean, we just, we're just a game podcast. I don't, I don't know what else happens in the yeah. world. Anyways, best game direction. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I'm going to say Psychonauts 2. I'm going to say Deathloop. Okay. I think both of those are valid. Yes. <laughs> I could also even say best game direction, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, I think that is a very, very highly made game that i think i think death is gonna edge it out yeah yeah and then last but not least game of the year here we are the end of the show the end of the list game mm-hmm. of the year we've got death loop it takes two metroid dread 
Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Who wins Game of the Year on this list? I think... Now, this isn't necessarily my vote because I haven't played this game. I would love to play this game, but I haven't gotten a chance to. I think Deathloop takes it. I, I think I think Deathloop takes it. Um, yeah, I, I want to say Deathloop uh, as well. I would hope it's Metroid Dread, but my gut, my Same. heart of hearts tells me Deathloop. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly, well-deserved from Arcane. They have been making some really, really great games for the past several years. Um, I would love to see them take home a Game of the Year award. You know, that studio is awesome. I really like the work they do. Uh, from but on this list, though, I just I really fucking loved Metroid Dread. It just that game was just it took the Metroid formula and just elevated it, you know, like that game has such a I was thinking about this the other day. It has such a. A magic to its level design in a way to where it's like, I don't think I'm going the right way necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think maybe I'm just exploring and then I'll go to where I need to go, you know? Yeah. But I just so happen to be going the right way. Yeah. You're almost always going the right way, even if you don't yeah. feel like you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so extremely smart. Um, and that's just that's just a tiny little piece of the cake because mm -hmm. the rest of the game just feels so buttery smooth. It's so good. Um, man. Oh, yeah. That's great. Getting a little off topic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I do think that Deathloop will take it. Yes. I I agree. Deathloop is probably going to be the game of the year this year. Uh, yay for Bethesda and Arcane. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, we'll find out very, very soon. Uh, wish it was Metroid Dread, though. Really do. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Probably get more Metroid sales. And then Nintendo will even more want to make another metroid that's that's exactly my my thought process yeah yeah just oh come on just everybody just just give metroid dread the game of the year so that way nintendo finally goes okay i guess we'll make another metroid oh, before 10 years <laughs> please please it has now been i don't even know three years since they announced that prime four was restarting development almost four years since they announced prime four was starting restarting development and we've heard four years since nothing. they announced the restart uh hold on i think it's been four years since they announced like since they showed the, just the title right that, that was, was that was e3 2017 okay okay january 25th 2019 was when they gave the development update delay. God damn. So it's been almost three years since that. Holy with, shit. With zero word. <laughs> and then just radio silence. Hey guys, that game we showed you three years ago, two years ago, we're scrapping it. In fact, we didn't even show you a game. We just told you we were working on one. Yeah. <laughs> 
But now we're not. Uh, we're not working on what that was that you don't know what it is or was. And now we're working on something totally different. Mm-hmm. But we're calling it the same thing. Call yeah. <laughs> it's funny that they ha- they only had to make that announcement that they were scrapping it because they showed us the title screen. Yep. Like I bet you whoever okayed that title screen was kicking themselves for it. Mm-hmm. Whoever gave that final approval, like yes, you can reveal a title. They're just like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Never like, should have done fucking that. A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I think that's the show. This one's gone a little long, but we had a lot to talk about. A lot of predictions. We're super excited. I'm going to be watching the show live. You're going to be doing a lot of traveling, I think, right? While this is happening. Uh, yes, I am going tomorrow to Cabo San. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm going tomorrow to Cabo San Lucas for the weekend. So uh, I will. I will probably not watch the Game Awards. I will probably. Uh, catch some of the um, reveals and hear all of the winners day after, if anything. But, but Jordan, if, if you don't watch live, how are you going to, you're going to miss Imagine Dragons and Sting. How are you going to, you're going to miss Sting, Jordan. You know, you make a compelling point, (laughs) but... My girlfriend will get very upset because I'm going with her and her sister and her mom. So don't think it's just you just buy just buy uh, internet on the plane, you know, and then you and the whole family can enjoy oh. Imagine Dragons and Sting. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what they want. Exactly. Exactly what they want. But anyways, what I want is to end the show now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, This has once again been Backlit Games. You can find us anywhere podcasts are sold. You can find the show on Twitter and all the socials at Backlit Pod. Uh, Yeah, Backlit Games Pod. Backlit Pod. It's one of those. Um, You can find me, Corey Faust, on all the socials at 4 Coust. You can find Jordan Raddick uh, at uh, Jordan is rad. Mm-hmm. I got it this time. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Go watch the Game Awards. Let us know what you think of them. Let us know who got the most predictions right. Uh, I think my Breath of the Wild prediction is going to be right. No way. So I absolutely think that one. Uh, Zero chance. That's the sure thing. But anyways, that's been the show and we're out. Take a illusion